0: Good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to the Desi Sports Network Cricket Show with uh, Prasan and myself. And um, We've uh, done the show on Monday. We were hoping to have a different sort of a show uh, where the uh, team was back on track and we were looking forward to the rest of the tournament, but it's going to be a different sort of a Monday morning here in England and a different sort of, I suppose it's been a tough Monday morning back home. Prasan, hello. Uh, how are you, my friend?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing fine, Bharat. I think uh, slightly better with uh, not so much of a good night's sleep, but uh, I guess a few hours of sleep here and there. Um, of course, not the script that we were all uh, looking to follow in some sense um, with uh, two losses that have pretty much <clears throat> put us all but out of the competition. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's certainly been hard. It's been a hard pill to swallow. Um, I'm wearing the jersey only because uh, I didn't wear it last night. I didn't wear it for the Pakistan game as well, so that's not with jinx anything. <laughs> Um, but yeah it, it's been a very very uh, very different sort of a tournament and uh, when you when you see that liam livingston has more wickets than the whole indian team put together i think that's that just sort of sums up uh, everything that's happened so far
0: i mean we've done a couple of previous shows we did the show before the pakistan game and i think if we did the show yesterday it would have been in a positive mood that you know this team is yeah maybe not too good for New Zealand, but a team that can beat New Zealand comfortably and get the show back on the road. It didn't pan out that way. Um, what's, I mean, I saw some of the reaction after the post-match, which is never the good time. I saw a couple of the news channels overreacting, in my opinion. Um, people in back home have had a uh, sort of uh, 10, 12 hours to re, uh, you know, recover and uh, reflect. Uh, what's been the reaction this morning?
1: Um, it, it, it's it's been very hard for a lot of people because I mean even the loss against Pakistan I think is something that people could digest because um, it was bound to come someday and um, of course you know the way that Pakistan started with Shaheen, uh really getting rid of both Rahul and Rohit um, and you know setting the platform for them to really have a good grasp over the game I think we did we did really well to come back in fact in that very game. Uh, you know, Getting to a challenging total was something that, that was a big positive. But the loss against New Zealand, I think, hurts a little bit more because uh, you'd expect the team to bounce back from a defeat. You know, it's the Indian cricket team that we're talking about. And uh, you know, it's, it's the cream of the IPL in some sense. And you know, with the way that we performed against New Zealand, again, it was a very listless batting performance. Um, it looked like there was no intent. It just seemed like there were all tentative shots being played. You know, it just seemed like the captaincy was spot on with the way Williamson plays his fielders, um, and the Indian batsmen were hitting it straight to all of them, and uh, that was something that was really shocking to see. And even the way, you know, in my opinion, the fact that Bumrah was trying to nail all yorkers, uh, you know, right from the start, was was in some sense, you know, obviously it was a desperate move, a desperate move to win because there wasn't any other go. But that I think pretty much summed up the game. India were having a very very desperate time out in the field and. Uh, two losses in two games, um, very big ones, in fact, has certainly dented our net run rate. And uh, unfortunately, as um, as bad as it sounds, we probably do need calculators and a whole lot of results to come our way. So um, it, it's, it's been very, very um, out of script and uh, it's it's not the ideal start. But I mean, Corey keeps saying the same thing again and again. We need to move on to the next game. But I really don't think there's a next game that we can move on to in terms of staying in contention for the semis.
0: Yeah, and we'll come to that as well because we'll need quite a few favours to get anywhere close to getting uh, challenging for the semifinals. But it's funny when you mentioned the fact that, you know, we could sort of accept the Pakistan defeat law of averages. You know, they've got to beat us sometime. But then you could say the same thing about New Zealand. I mean, I can't remember <laughs> the last time we beat them in an ICC tournament. And obviously the two standouts are Kane Williams against Virat in the last two, the ICC Test World Championship. The ICC what fifty over World Cup semi final, uh, but both of these defeats were by big margins. When you when you talk about T twenty cricket and in both of the games the batting lineup is obvious. It's where the issue is, and all sorts of I mean hindsight's a very good thing, and people are experts so using hindsight. But um, you know nobody saw this coming. Surely with the batting lineup we've got at the top for all of them, none of them to click. Um, what what's your thoughts on this? What what where's it gone wrong? Why is it going wrong?
1: Yeah, I think um, you know it, it's a start where we've always gone wrong in both the matches. In fact, you know, at least against Pakistan, we lost a few wickets, um, and from there it was it was a matter of building the innings. And I think Kohli did a good job of getting to that fifty, and you know, getting us to that challenging total. Uh, but against New Zealand, I think we were very slow. In fact, uh, I think we we should thank Adam Milne for actually dropping that catch. Otherwise, it could have been even worse. We might not have even got to a hundred. Um, and if the Indian cricket team that is now can't get to a hundred, then you know that's that's just unacceptable. You know, it's as simple as that. Um, Kohli mentioned that you know we weren't brave with the bat. It's not about being brave. It's about going there and expressing yourself. You know. Um, at the time when the IPL ended, of course, KL Rahul had just gotten back into form, Ishan Kishan had just gotten back into form, but it's you know being in form over a course of a couple of games that you go into a tournament. And um, in fact, Jaspreet Bumbra was asked in a press conference, you know, about uh, if the whole concept of the bubble and the six months thing was playing in their minds, and he said that you know it, it certainly was, and um, unfortunately that's what's happened. We didn't have great starts in in both the matches. Um, and if you don't have a good start, you know, it's very hard for the middle order to do the, to do their job um, day in and day out and sort of bail the team. And even, even the middle order in some sense, Kohli was very slow, um, you know, the way that I was perplexed by the fact that Rohit didn't open the batting uh, to begin with. I think when that's a tried and tested pair, in fact, if you just sort of run back to uh, the times when Kohli was speaking during the IPL, he mentioned that he wanted to play or rather open the batting in the T20 World Cup. And then he later he said uh, he wants Kail Rahul to open the batting. And when he was asked, you know, the, uh, in in the press conference, if uh, Ishan Kishan uh, would open the batting in place of Rohit, he said, you know, he, he made a mockery out of that statement. And lo and behold, Ishan Kishan opened the batting. So I don't really see the understanding and the concept of uh, where the team is in terms of the roles that, that these players are operating on. Um, and yeah, I mean, uh, in a T Twenty game, if you don't have a good start, it's really hard to come out of that. So. Uh, that's where we went wrong. And uh, I mean, unfortunately, there's nothing much that we can do about it right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, like the games are done and we've lost. But uh, obviously, you've got to reflect on some of the things that, some of the decisions that were made. And let's go back to the Pakistan game one. And uh, like I said, you know, this isn't about hand side, but it's just talking about uh, whether. It was the right person for the right job, and for me, um, there was question marks if Hardik wasn't going to bowl, and we talked about it on the show. And you know, y- you were quite strong that Hardik plays because of his batting, and I was saying, you know, if he's not going to bowl, is he worth playing instead of Shardur? Yes. And then the other question was Bouvee. Uh, I was surprised that he started that game. Um, your thoughts on those two?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, again, uh, I wasn't too sceptical of uh, you know Hardik's spot in the side uh, as in him featuring in the eleven. I was obviously very sceptical about his form. And I, I, I think in, in the two games that happened, he certainly hasn't proven his worth as a good finisher or, or rather uh, the Hardik Pandya of before. You know, he's uh, he's looked very off-colour. Of course, we uh, replaced uh, Bhurneshwar Kumar with Chardul and that should have happened way before the D20 World Cup started. Um, the other thing that I see really perplexing is if you picked Rahul Chahar or Yuzi Chahal, who was in such good form, might as well play him. If, if you want to actually justify the selection, might as well play Rahul Chahar. But we, he hasn't played a single game. Uh, maybe if we had played Chahal, he could have made a difference in the form that he was. Obviously, a lot of experience. Um, but yeah, Hartik Pandya looked completely off-colour. He failed to time the ball, he got hit on the shoulder, all sorts of things happened. Um, and I wasn't really happy with the fact that he bowled in yesterday's game. Uh, mm. I think it was to get him back into form. but. We can't have Hardik Pandya clutching his back again before the next T20 World Cup. We definitely can't afford that. Um, and so, I mean, some of the captaincy decisions have been really perplexing, uh, to be very, very honest. And uh, from an Indian cricket fan perspective, you expect some things from the Indian team. And uh, that certainly hasn't been uh, what we've received. And um, overall, I think. Uh, I mean, very honestly, with India out of the competition, this T20 World Cup might just cease to exist.
0: Well, I think somebody, I read a tweet somewhere that uh, the tournament's not the same if if India don't make it into the semi finals. But in a way, I'm glad it's not in India. The pressure, you know, it would have been, I don't know what the reaction would have been if the tournament was as uh, scheduled uh, to be uh, back home. But just, I mean, they've been planning for this T20 World Cup for a while now and they've been they've gone in with five bowlers uh you know with the uh, six batsmen do you think that needs to have a look now they don't have that uh, backup in case something goes wrong with one of the bowlers who's targeted
1: um i'm i'm not sure i i, I think i mean obviously that's a luxury that you can have and uh, that's what uh, hartik pandya brings to the table but with the players out of form you know i, I mean if, if if you don't see Rahul, Rohit, Kohli, Suri Kumar, Ishan Kishan, uh, Rishabh Pant scoring runs. You can't expect the lower order to score runs. I mean, these are these are world class batsmen. They need to score runs, and they aren't doing the job. And similarly with the bowlers as well. You know, Mohammad Shami has looked very very off color. You know, uh, the fact that he hasn't been able to pick up a wicket, uh, he even got hit for a lot of runs. Um, and you know, he's the premier bowler that we have apart from Bumrah. And uh, you know, of, of all the criticism he's gone through, of course, he's had a tough time. But that said, he's still representing the country, and uh, you know when when you're playing a World Cup, you'd expect someone of his caliber, someone of his experience, to come good and you know pick wickets and make an impact. Unfortunately, in the World Cup, if you have a look at the two matches we played in Pakistan, it wasn't just Shaheen Afridi. You had Haris Roff, you had Hassan Ali, you had Shadab Khan, Imad Vaseem up front. Even with New Zealand, you know you had Tim Saudi, you had Bolt, uh, you you had Santner, you had these guys really making an impact. But For us, you know, we didn't have that sort of an impact, and But it all started when the batsman didn't score enough runs to actually, you know, uh, contain the uh, opposition batsman. And uh, that's where we went completely wrong. Um, I mean, I I probably wouldn't change too much in the 11. Probably maybe find a way to get Yuzi Chahal in for the experience that he has. Uh, But, I mean, yeah, Hardik Pandya has been very off-color. And I hope he finds a way to get, get back in form. Because if he doesn't, you know, there's a good chance that he might Never again cement his place in the t 20 side like he's done all this while.
0: And the other thing that, uh, um, well, there's two things, make that three, keep adding uh, in terms of uh, what the issues might be. But let me go through one at a time. One of them uh, just we brought up yesterday and the effects of the bubble are now taking their toll um which is a fair point you know this team's been in a bubble since july um had a short break um, back home in the the home series but they're in a bubble prior to that so a lot of these players have been in that and we know staying at home is not easy staying in a, a tight space or you know restrictions in terms of where you can go is very very tough does that bring back to the question, and I know what uh, used to bring this up uh, as well, uh, the IPL should have gone ahead and questions are going to be asked about that because that, obviously, if there's an effect on fatigue and mentally and physically, that, that couldn't have helped the players.
1: Yeah, absolutely not. And uh, I mean, I, I don't think it's about just the players. It's even about the interests of the fans in the T20 World Cup. I don't think... Um, you know I uh, in my limited uh, uh, limited years of watching uh, watching World Cups uh, this is the worst World Cup in terms of the bust that's been created. I, I don't think anyone literally has their heart and soul behind this Indian team uh, because they literally saw this team playing in the IPL they saw the same guys playing in the IPL uh, they're coming in without form most of them and it, it just seems like you know to be very honest I think I, ha- I have a couple of people who are okay with the fact that India lost. Simply because they were, they didn't have high expectations of the team to begin with. Because, really? Uh, oh yeah, I mean that's that's also the thing, you know. The, the, let's let's not forget that the T20 World Cup started just two days after the IPL ended. Uh, be it the qualifiers or you know in the Super 12 started a week later. But yeah, it, it's just that players need that amount of rest to give that hundred percent. If you are coming in from the IPL where you played the final, where you played the knockouts, you you come in straight into the hotel quarantine for like those one or two days or even you don't, you get into the training sessions. You just don't have any time to like, you know, just recharge, uh, take some time off and come back into the tournament. Whereas guys who have actually done that have been more successful. You know, uh, some teams from, I mean, the other countries have had that luxury because not all their players have played in the IPL. So um it's a case of needing to give the team rest. I know that the IPL is all about the revenue, um, you know, that they're that it's going to be a lot harder, you know, with the two 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 new teams coming in, uh, because there will be 90 plus matches. So I genuinely hope the BCCI find a way to separate, you know, the international calendar with the IPL. Because if they don't, it's just going to lead to more of these cases where the Indian team doesn't give the, give its best, and that's not ideal for uh, the country's cricket and the growth of cricket overall.
0: Yeah, I I take that point. But the other the other argument would have, could have been that the Indian players, uh, because we knew pretty much the squad when the IPL started, um, that they had that extra time that the other teams, international teams or most of the players didn't have playing in those conditions, getting, trying to get into form, uh, figuring out ways of playing in that Dubai stadium, which everybody says is very different with the lights and what have you. So it could have worked positively, but it seems to have worked more negatively.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I think, uh, I mean, that, that's one thing, I I guess, you know, you pick your 15 best for playing the country. There's uh, there's absolutely no doubt about it, because uh, if you're playing, if you're picking those 15 players, it just means that at some point in time, you know, they're, they're the best players in your country and uh, there isn't anyone who's better than uh, those 15 that you've got. Uh, obviously, form and, you know, match practice mix has a very big impact. But at the same time, these players also need to get that time to breathe. You know, it, it's not as easy staying in the hotels. Uh, it's not easy to keep playing games. You know that they're high-pressure games. Um, I, I'm not sure if all the players would have gone into the Pakistan game with that 100% in the in the match, uh, simply because I mean, actually, very interestingly, I think I think quite a few players mentioned that they were off social media completely for two days before the game, simply because they didn't want to be burdened by the pressure of playing Pakistan. Um, so I think sometimes you know, when you, when you consider such a big tournament like the World Cup, uh, where you need to be absolutely 100% into the game. You need to give players that time to breathe, and unfortunately, that's not a luxury that the Indian players are accorded with ahead of the T20 World Cup, uh, and I'm sure that did have an impact because, I mean, uh, despite the whole the whole point of them playing the second half of the IPL in the UAE, it hasn't helped them one bit because, you know, it, it's not like they're the scoring big runs, they're taking wickets, nothing's happening, and so, form is nothing that's, uh, that's really come out of the second half of the IPL. In fact, if they had been given some sort of a break, I think they would have come back stronger. But... Now that the two games are done, it's probably a learning experience for the BCCI that they need to stretch out um, their competitions and give gaps so that uh, not just the players but even the fans have an opportunity to sort of be more invested in a tournament rather than uh, you know taking in a lot of cricket and uh, you know sort of like not having a break from it at all.
0: And you mentioned the fact that the players um, you know avoided social media prior to the Pakistan game, but even if you don't have social media. For a player, you know what this means, that game means. And the fact that you said that a few of them weren't at 100%, everybody saw that. But is that down to pressure? Even though they avoided all the media hype and what have you, the hype's automatically there when you play Pakistan. And then the pressure after that loss, they had a week to reflect on it and build up for the New Zealand game. So they they had time to prepare for the New Zealand game. It wasn't like two days later. Yeah. is pressure a big uh, playing on their minds this team that should be when you look at the experience we've got with Rohit and Virat and you can go down the line with Shami and Jasprit they played under pressure but is this pressure just too much for them icc tournaments
1: 100% i think uh, everyone knows that the icc uh, sort of schedules the whole tournament around india's uh, india's matches and uh, that's primarily the reason why we are playing last, I guess, because we need to know the equation which we need to get through and things like that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I don't think any other country feels the pressure of an ICC tournament as much as India does. Uh, because simply put, the IPL is the biggest thing on this planet. You know, there's nothing bigger than that. Um, and obviously, you know, the people who make or make the IPL as big as it is are the Indian players. You know, the guys who play for the country, the guys who uh, play big roles in the tournament. Um, so, every single game, I think, is equal or more amount of pressure to every single player. In fact, I think if we had won the game against Pakistan, that would have eased the pressure of the Indian team because okay. then they wouldn't have had to win uh, the New Zealand game. But because we lost the game against Pakistan, it was the social media pressure. It was the pressure of the points table. It was a lot of things putting, uh, put together which really added a lot more pressure on the Indian team ahead of the New Zealand game. and. I think that's why they were a little tentative to begin with yeah. with the back because they didn't want to lose wickets. Uh, they sort of wanted to make sure that they have runs on the board. Uh, if they had gone slam-bang from the start, then you know if they had lost wickets, it would have just been the same story as a Pakistan game. So, uh, I think the whole idea of the social media pressure, the pressure of the points table, the pressure of needing to win the games uh, seriously got to our guys in yesterday's clash.
0: Yeah, and it's it is surprising, but you can understand that because uh, it's not easy playing with the burden of a billion people, and you know most all pretty much most of them are watching that. But you've also got to balance that with these players have played under pressure in the IPL. That is a pressurized tournament, in, uh, and uh, they've been in, with the squad in pressure situations. But it's it's a hard one. But what I didn't like yesterday, and I switched off some of the uh, post-match reactions, was uh, questioning the players. Um, what's the word not loyalty but uh, they seem to say that they've played more passionately for the franchises than the Fantasy. national team yeah. which I don't agree with I, I think they they probably hurt more than the fans if I'm being honest with you in terms of the defeat these are professional people that, and especially if you know how badly Virat takes a defeat he must be hurting hugely so I don't like any of those comments and the fact that you know Let's grab this team and build a new team around the young talent that's coming through the IPL. No, I'm not with that. You win and lose, and you've got to balance both of them out. So, I didn't like the overreaction yesterday last night after the defeat.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's bound to come when you're. uh, I mean, like you put it, it's. I mean, over over a billion people in the country, and uh, you know when everyone wants India to win when you when you again that 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 sort of stems down stems from the fact that you know that. You see these 15 cricketers play every single game of the IPL, you see them play every single series, you see them play every single tournament that India plays. And obviously, you expect that sort of a result from them. Because, I mean, let's say, for example, if you're following the Australian cricket team, or let's say you're following David Warner, if he doesn't perform in the IPL, you're okay with it. Because you aren't, you know, you aren't invested, you aren't, you don't have your heart and soul into his performances. But you're following the Indian team. You're following these 15 players, you're following Rohit, you're following Rahul, you're following Kohli. If they don't perform, you're going to feel bad about it. But yeah, I mean, the whole point of needing to rebuild the entire team and sort of pinning everything on them. Uh, obviously, they want to win, you know, that they, they, they haven't come to the World Cup for just like a you know a luxury trip to the UAE. They've come there to win. They've come there to perform. Unfortunately, it hasn't happened. It's not like they haven't tried. Uh, probably, you know, obviously, uh, to be honest, they could have done things a little bit better in a different sense. But again, uh, they're professionals. It's bound to happen. It's a game of cricket. And uh, fans need to understand that uh, it doesn't end here, you know. Of course, in terms of captaincy, Kohli's uh, tenure ends, Ravi Shastri's coaching tenure ends. But Indian cricket is going to continue. And uh, we need to back these players. We need to make sure that they're in a safe space. And they know that we're being backed. Uh, because if we don't, then ultimately, it's going to get to them even more. and uh Indian cricket will
0: probably just crumble uh, if we don't back them any further. And the other, th- I mean, I'm co- um, the other thing that was, that especially a couple of channels I was watching is the fact that they thought, why isn't Virat Kohli fronting up at the uh, press conference? Why is Ravi Shastri only there after we win? It it gets to a level of silliness, in my opinion. Um, you know, it, uh, that was unfair in terms of the, the criticism of uh, uh, Virat and Coach uh, Shastri. Or did did you think they should have fronted up?
1: I mean, it's up to an individual. Um, We aren't obviously... I mean, there there aren't rules laid out that only the captain needs to come or the coach needs to come. I think at the end of the day, it's probably down to an individual. Uh, Of course, it's a game of cricket. You can't force anyone. I mean, with the whole Quinton Decock episode that happened. um, You know, the the one game, he he didn't turn up for the game. The next game, he came and actually bent the knee. So it's up to an individual's approach, you know, if, if they don't want to come and face the press, it's okay. I mean, of course, we, we'd we want them to come because we want to ask them the tough questions. But at the end of the day, it's important to understand that they're also human beings. Um, I mean, it's, it's not much that they can say apart from the stuff that we know. Uh, they aren't going to give us inside news. They aren't going to tell us what they discussed and, uh, you know, what went wrong. Uh, they're always going to protect the team at all costs. So, Um, As media people, you know, I mean, I have come to understand that I can't expect much out of press conferences simply because uh, they've been trained and they're sort of in that module where they can't say much and they can't give out too much. Um, I think very honestly, the England team has uh, got into this, um, you know, got into this mold where they can actually be very free with what they're talking. But unfortunately, that's not the case with the Indian team. So, uh, we grow to learn with uh, whatever is happening and uh, there's not much we can do. But I'm guessing that if India lose or you know, once we exit from the tournament, if hopefully we don't. But if we do, um, that's when we'll probably see either of Ravi or uh, Kohli coming and speaking to us. Yeah,
0: and I think I was going to ask you a question, but we'll leave it until uh, we uh, do the show again, which will be after the tournament, because the other comment I hated yesterday, and Indian media is not the best by a long, long way, was the fact that they said... Uh, uh, the bilateral series wins were not as good as ICC tournament wins, which I totally, totally disagreed <laughs> with. They're on a par, if not higher, when you think about the level of cricket and what, what, what it's what uh, red ball cricket. So we'll talk about the, um, the legacy of Virat and Coach Shastri in a future show. But the other thing I wanted to just bring to the fore, and I'm not sure if, if it's been mentioned or if it has um, in, in back home, is how important the toss is. Because when you look at the results, I think pretty much, apart from two or three games, it's the team that's batting second, no matter where they play in the UAE. And even if you look at our warm-up games, incredible performances batting second. How crucial do you think is the toss?
1: Everyone hates call you for losing the toss, I'll tell you that. I mean, if you go on Twitter just after the toss, you'll see a lot of people... Uh, express that you
0: can't put that on, on him. Just not on him. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, you can't. But look, I mean, cricket involves lady luck. I mean, as much it... as you, as much as anyone says that luck isn't involved, I think it's a very, very big factor. Luck. I mean, it's not just with the toss. It's with the type of delivery that you get as a batsman. It's a type of um, catch that you get as a fielder. It's, it's, it's a mix of everything, and luck plays a very, very big role. So. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's not like Kohli spinning the coin wrong or something like that, but it's just that luck isn't on his side and uh, that luck is very important and I think there were actually a lot of reactions yesterday right after Kohli lost the toss that India has lost the game and uh, um, as as hard as it is, I mean, teams chasing obviously have a better idea of the pitch, uh, they have a better idea of the conditions, they have I mean, obviously, do plays a role as much as that is the most overused word in the cricketing dictionary. Uh, but a lot of things played played a factor in our loss yesterday, and uh, I mean, obviously, you can't have a coach for the toss. Uh, that's something that you certainly can't have. But uh, if Kohli wins tosses, um, that's something that can work in our favor. But uh, unfortunately, it hasn't happened in this World Cup, and I think that's that certainly played a very big role in uh, our two losses.
0: So. Do, do do you think the toss plays a huge part in this tournament?
1: It certainly does. I mean, uh, again, like I said, because in even in Sharjah or even in Abu Dhabi or even in Dubai, you know, once you once you uh, know what to expect, because we've seen very uncharacteristic uncharacteristic pitches, especially in the IPL. You know, that happened in Sharjah. This time around as well, it's been it's been slightly different. You know, some pitches haven't uh, really had that much bounce and carry. Some have, uh, sometimes the dew has played a factor, you've got shorter boundaries. So, when you actually bowl first, you have a fair idea of what to expect from the pitch. And the fact that it's a used pitch makes it easier to actually uh, focus on you know, playing your shots because it makes it that much more better. Um, you know, if, if a batting team hasn't actually performed, you know what exactly to do as a batting unit in the chase. So, losing the toss obviously isn't a great thing and uh, the fact that India had to bat first on both occasions um, ensure that they knew what total to set. I think that's a very, very important factor, knowing how much you need to score. Uh, you, I mean, Ideally, you want to score as much as, as you can, uh, but in a game wherein you know you need to know that you have to keep your wickets, you need to make sure you need to score like an X or Y amount of runs, it becomes very important to win the toss. And that ha- hasn't happened in two games and so I think it's had a big impact in uh, our losses.
0: Well, all we can do now is look forward. What's happened has happened. Uh and we've got another tough game in my opinion against afghanistan that is not going to be a walkover by any stretch in fact i'm quite weary of the uh, afghanistan game um what cha- you said earlier in the show that you wouldn't make too many changes what lineup would you like to see in batting order because you mentioned the fact that they you were surprised they came uh, to open with gail um but um, some people said you know this certainly the batsmen are so flexible they could open in pretty much or they could bat in any slot. so given that what team are you looking or hoping to see against afghanistan
1: um i i genuinely think Rohit should go back at the top um i i don't see a reason why he should bat down if anything probably Kohli should bat at four or get Ishan Kishan to bat at 4 if they want him to play in that 11. Um, of course, it's, if Sky comes back, that just means he slots into number 4 and it's uh, it's back to good old days with Rahul and Rohit at the top and uh, Kohli at 3. Uh, but I, I definitely don't think the Rohit-Rahul partnership should be broken. They should open the batting. Kohli at 3. If they want, they can get Ishan Kishan to bat at 3 because the victim has an opener. Uh, Kohli goes down to 4 and uh, the rest of the team follows. As for the 11... With the way Hardik Pandya has been batting, I don't think he warrants a place in the side. In fact, if he's not going to be bowling, might as well get Ishan Kishan in the side at his expense, actually, and get Sky to play in that 11 as well. Uh, it just means we'll probably be a bowler shot, but uh, you know, it's C20 cricket. Sometimes bowlers get hit, sometimes they don't. Uh, Shartul Thakur also playing, so you've you obviously got the three seamers and uh, two spinners in Jadeja and Varun. we have got five overs over there maybe you know if um, if kohli can bowl a little or little or even maybe sky can bowl a little for those one or two overs again it's afghanistan so that batting order isn't as formidable as new zealand and uh, you know obviously pakistan so i think we can take a chance by playing five bowlers um, if harthik if Hartig, i i definitely think Hartik should be benched i don't think he will be but he should be uh, if sky is fit and ishan can play then i think that will be my 11
0: um, no place for Ashwin.
1: Not yet. I don't think so. I, I think um, Chakravarti has been actually good uh, he has in been the good. limited yeah. well, yeah. And uh, Jareja obviously adds that extra batting power in the eleven. So, um, I don't see Ashwin getting a place in his side um, for the next game.
0: Because I thought Afghanistan should have beaten Pakistan in that game. Uh, they were well in it yeah. until the last couple of overs. So, it's going to be very, very tough. <laughs> but uh, in terms of uh, Pandya, you said if he doesn't bowl. But in the form that he is and the bowling that he's... Well, he's not done would if he's going to bowl 2 3 overs would you still play him uh,
1: i i am a sucker for people who have done well i i honestly hate uh, opening new chapters before closing old ones
2: um
1: <laughs> i genuinely feel you know again if if it wasn't for ipl form and the whole fact that he was injured i think hardik pandey would walk into any of our elevens uh, without a shadow of doubt um you've I mean,
0: been a staunch staunch supporter of hardik um and i sort of you know played the devil's advocate in the fact that I don't think I've seen him play a good innings this year, possibly yeah. even late last year, and he's got into, the I thought Shardu should be in the first pick for the World Cup squad ahead of Hardik, uh, but you still got the faith in the young man, or youngish man.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do. Uh, look, again, um, Hardik has proven himself as a match winner. You can't, uh, I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. Of course, he hasn't performed in the last, uh, last many months. Uh, but then again, you know he has won matches for the country. Of course, he's going through that rough form. I mean, if, if let's say KL Rahul is go- undergoing uh, the same form, I don't think uh, the Indian team would drop him from the eleven. So um, it, it's about needing to back him again. He hasn't come good, and that's why I'm saying it's okay if he's dropped for the uh, to pick someone like probably Ishan Kishan or Surit Yadav if he's back fit. Uh, but if he can bowl and if if they can find a way to get him back into form. You know again we're playing the likes of scotland namibia and of course afghanistan is a way tougher opponent than those two but if they if hardik pandya finds his form uh and you know just heading into the next t20 world cup of course there are a lot of assignments before that but if Hardik can find a way to cement his spot back in that 11. i think he's a he's a much better all-rounder than shardul Thakur in my opinion because hardik is much better with the bat of course he can bowl the tough overs. Uh, even yesterday shardul Thakur actually got uh, hit for for mm. quite a few runs so it's not like he's offering anything better than hardik is but if hardik gets back in form then there's nothing like it and uh, i i think he needs to play a lot more games he needs so he needs to get that confidence back in himself right? and for that he needs to play matches and not sit on the benches
0: mm. i personally wouldn't play him against, uh, against afghanistan um and then roll him out against Namibia and Scotland. Um, to if he's going to bowl bowl against those teams, uh, hopefully there'll be less pressure. But let's not, let's not uh, uh, call that one before it happens. Uh, but obviously the big game we have to rely on favors from Afghanistan. I can't see us getting any favors from Scotland or Namibia. To be fair, so the big game will be next Sunday. Uh, but this is on the fact that we beat Afghanistan and we have to beat them fairly comfortably as well.
1: Afghanistan also need to beat New Zealand otherwise uh, we're definitely in a pickle over there because of the points table and whatnot but uh, yeah I mean uh, it, it's gonna be go go big or go home it's as simple as that in the remaining three games uh, there's, there's literally no other means there's no other philosophy that we can follow in the remaining three games because of our net run rate and you know the two losses that we face so um, that this probably means that we're gonna see some exciting cricket from the Indian team, but if it if it comes at the cost of losing a game to Afghanistan, I think uh, there's no bigger. Uh, I don't even know what to say you know, at this point in time. Very honestly, well,
0: if the reaction yesterday was anything to go by, oh my goodness, I'm just gonna not watch any TV after the game. Uh, but the thing is, in a funny way, there's gonna be huge pressure pressure at the toss now. Against Afghanistan, yeah, oh even bigger than the playing against Pakistan, sort of that level, sort of pressure because <coughs> we know if Afghanistan win the toss, they're gonna to bowl. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I don't know, we'll we'll see what frame of mind Indian players come out at. Uh, so a lot of things to consider before the game on Wednesday um but just looking at the overall tournament I mean Pakistan are on a roll um you know part of me thinks you know just like England they're on a roll but in a different way because Pakistan seems to be one you know law of averages says you can't win every single game in this tournament and what you don't want to do is lose in the final or in the semi-finals so yeah. um I'm not sure about the Pakistan team, but the one that's impressed me, and they were second favourites, but I think they were very close being favourites is England uh they look it, it so they've got the bases covered they're in form um obviously um, the i p l didn't affect them uh they absolutely mauled their arch rivals Australia the other day. I think they're the team to beat at the moment, and I don't think momentum is a bad thing for England.
1: Yeah, absolutely not. In fact, um, I, I think Pakistan and England will play in the final. Um, a lot of people are thinking that, in fact, uh, with, with, the, uh, with the form that these two teams are in right now. Um, I mean, they look unbeatable, very honestly. I think, uh, you know, the, the strength yeah, of Pakistan, uh, we spoke about it.
0: I was going to say, Pakistan, I was, I was going to say they were not lucky against Afghanistan, but a more experienced Afghanistan team yeah. could, should have won that game. Um,
1: for sure, I think uh, when you need to hit 24 of 12 balls, you don't give 24 of six balls. Uh, that's for sure. But the way uh, Asif Ali you know batted, I, I think he, he's he's been a phenomenal talent for them. In fact, uh, he's very underrated in some sense as a finisher. But the other game, he showed you know why he's that good and why he warrants a place in that side. And I mean Hardik Pandya should be our Asif Ali, but unfortunately, it hasn't happened. And uh, I mean Pakistan, honestly, they, they look in very very good form, and I see no reason why they shouldn't make that final. Uh, along with England, um, obviously England was a favorite stone even before the World T20 started. So, um, I, I'm I'm sort of looking at a final between those two sides. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean India. I don't know. I mean, it's <laughs> not like I, I, I don't really know if we're gonna make the semis, also, which is a very very bad thing in the context of Indian cricket and where the team is in terms of a global standpoint. Um, yeah, that's, that's probably about it. I don't
0: know. <laughs> yeah, it's a sad state of affairs after two games. We think we might not even make the semifinals. And it's very realistic uh, our tournament could end on Wednesday because, like I said, Afghanistan are a very, very good team on their day. <coughs> uh, but um, who do you think will go with England? Because that group is, uh, you know, uh, there's two, three teams that could still join England in the semifinals. None have stood out. Uh, the Australians with their team as well, they're t- hugely talented when you look at their lineup. Uh, South Africa, wasn't expecting too much, but they're in with a chance. Uh, West Indies have come back, but I don't think they'll get back into contention. Who do you think will join England?
1: I've got a feeling uh, West Indies certainly won't make it. There's no, I mean, they, they have no chance. Um, I, I'm, if I, I'm actually torn between South Africa and Australia, but I think at this point in time, um, Australia have a slightly better chance of making the semis. Um, of course, they, they received a thrashing at uh, 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 by by England, but uh, then again, I, I think they're a fairly balanced side. Um, I, I think they should come out from that loss that they faced. Uh, so, yeah, I, I have a feeling Australia might actually make the cut uh, along with England. And in our group, uh, it's going to be Pakistan and, um, <laughs> of course, New Zealand. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Well, we'll see what pans out in the next week. Well, Wednesday, I suppose, is the first big day, obviously. and um, But let's keep the faith. Um, we've seen uh, miracles happen before. And to be fair, we, we need a bit of a miracle. We need Afghanistan to beat New Zealand. Uh, I can't see Scotland all uh, beating New Zealand, so we'll see what happens. Uh, but we'll keep the faith and uh, we'll back the boys. And, um, hopefully they turn it round. but presently it's not the show I thought we'd be going to have today. Uh, but, um, know, yeah, we started the week in a sort of a more <laughs> measured way. Unlike the, so, some of the comments that were given after the match and some of the tweets I saw, which were ridiculous. So let's, let's not uh, go down that route, but, uh, um. We'll see if we can get a full star on that shirt, my friend. Uh, but as always, great talking to you. It's been a cathartic experience for me. I think I needed it after the f- first two games just to uh, get my headspace right. And um, like uh, some people know, I'll be uh, watching the games, uh, the last three games. So we'll see uh, if the fortunes change. But uh, take care, my friend, and keep to faith.
1: Yep, absolutely. Thanks, Bharat. Hopefully, we have better things to talk about on the next show. Uh, thanks again and take
0: care. Absolutely. Yeah, the next show will be uh, in four weeks' time. So, yeah, lots to catch up and lots to reflect on when we do have the next show. We're going to take a short break. All right. Thank you again, Prastham. Take care, my friend. Right, thanks, Bharat. Cheers. Take care. Yep. The
1: kids have just been released from the movies. It's like a and You
2: can shouting in my ears, right?